And welcome to Pondcast, the podcast dedicated to the pond hockey lifestyle. I'm your co-host, Brendan, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Pat. Pat, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? You sound fantastic. I'm yeah. real glad. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're doing good. We're, we're fantastic. We're just shabby. So we talked before about staying in for the night and hanging out with your team and socializing, getting to know each other. But let's talk about the uns, uns like party boy music and going out with everybody. I'm yes. gonna start. I'm gonna we're, keep. I'm fist pumping right now. And I'm we just are about gonna to fist pump the entire time. We're gonna fist pump the next thirty minutes. So if you catch us out of breath, remember it is the off season. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that was corny as hell. It's fine though. We're keeping it. All right. Yep. Great. So night outs, yeah. party etiquette. Yes. We're going to call it party etiquette because you go out and you party and you do stuff with other people, strangers, and you should probably not be an asshole Pat try is, not to be. Pat is probably going to make a comment about something that I did this year and I'm looking forward to this, but oh, let's boy. start with Binghamton last year instead of this year. I forgot about that, but okay. Well, fuck me for doing this to myself. So the first year, we talked before about how like we stayed in that first night at Binghamton. Mm-hmm. That next night after that, we went in, we went out and they had that little party at that Mexican place that they had the uh, big old picture that looked like goose on it. Yep, on the wall, the neon thing. Actually, they had a, a bubble hockey tournament. Yes, in the back oh, that's what it was. It was actual bubble hockey. Yeah. thing. So the next night, we knew we wanted to go out. We stood in the night before, and then we played a couple games. I think we chilled back at the Airbnb. We luckily had a hot tub, so we chilled there for most of the day. And then at night, we had a game against the Rochester Warriors. Yes. And we kind of hung out with them, talked to them a little bit, and they said that we're going out to this bar where the tournament was hosting a bubble hockey tournament. So we actually we went back, showered, and met up with them there. And one of the things... If you're going to go out somewhere like a bar or a brewery, you probably want to shower beforehand. No one wants to smell your stank from playing hockey all day. Yeah. So it's probably a good idea to shower. I mean, yeah, you can kind of mask it if you want to be gross, but go go take a fucking shower. Don't be that guy. Yeah. We actually ended up missing the bubble hockey tournament because we spent 45 minutes talking to the Rochester Warriors outside the bar. Yeah. I um, forgot about that. It, well, it was just a seven, but they had two teams. So it was a good, like, 20 of them talking, and mm-hmm. everyone was, like, scattered into small groups talking to each other mm-hmm. uh, during that. And then, that actually, then that was the night we met the Justician guys, too. Yep. Because they were there, and uh, Franyo introduced us to uh, Nick and Matt. Oh, I, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and there was also, I think there was someone who their family, like, supplied the sheds for the... Binghamton tournament, they were yeah. there, and we met back up with them because we talked to them earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, so at the Binghamton tournament, there's like sheds where you can get changed in, things like that, and I think we met up with the I think they have them person. heated, too. Yeah, yeah something it's... like that. We, we met up with the one person whose family runs that. So yeah, it was kind of cool because we got to you know hang out and get to know some of the other players and other teams a little bit better, so that was cool, cool stuff. So one of the things you definitely want to shower beforehand one thing that is good to bring up is we had to drive to the bar because it was downtown. It was about 20 minutes away over the river from our Airbnb. Yeah. So we went back to shower. There was, what, two people that were our DDs that night? 
Uh, no, we all squeezed into Franio's car, I think. Oh, dang. So, never mind. We had one DD. <laughs> we had one DD. Um, if you are, and I'm not going to go into details on it because it's not my place, but if you are lucky enough to have someone that's not legally able to drive, or not legally able to drink, but is still going to go out with you guys, have him drive. And one of the things I want to mention is treat your DDs with respect. Either offer some gas money, or what I did, I think our... Our DD like wanted a couple just Coca Colas, so I I went up to the bar and like got them that. When I ordered a drink, it's what this. an extra couple bucks for that. I did. The, I think I did the same thing too. Like every time I went up, I got myself a beer and then got Erica Coke. Yeah, like be respect, be respectful, and be thankful for someone driving your drunk ass around. I think like Franio bought them pizza too or something. At that yeah, or place. or buy them food. Like do something. Come on, like pay pay them back for driving. And that goes even when you're driving to the tournament, but a lot of that is will probably be filtered into gas money if you do hey, like we do. I let him start the next morning, and that is all the payback that he <laughs> needs. He started. Or you can be like Brennan and make the executive decision to have him start in the starting lineup. Well, that, that was my head coach hat was on for that one. <laughs> the executive decision was not that. That was the head coach. So we went out to the bar. It was a good time. I think that was the only bar we went to that night, was it? Mm, no. No, we uh, ran into one of Tommy's friends who I guess lived there. It was around the corner. Oh, right. We went to two more bars. We went to the one bar, which we walked in and it was straight up like that, like that college town bar where you know that everyone is under 21, but yep. we're just going to ignore that. Uh, we walk in and it yeah, was like shoulder to shoulder. It was like 1045. He's like, dude, as soon as 11 o'clock turns around, it changes. He go, he's like, it goes from like, everyone's a baby to like people our age and it's great. It's super busy. It got super busy, but they got younger. We're like, we're leaving. Then we went to the other bar. That was like a club or something. Well, no, it was like, like an Irish bar. It was like an Irish bar on the bottom of the club upstairs. And Irish, then there's yeah. the videos of me falling asleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was tired. So try not try to actually hang. Don't fall asleep like Brendan does. Get some uh, energy drinks and you'll be fine. Yeah. Unless you have heart conditions. It's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Well, maybe you shouldn't drink for those either, though. But no. anyways. But that was that was the first year. The next year we benefited because it would have been cool to get that same Airbnb. But the next year we got the one that was right downtown. Yeah. So we were like four or five blocks from all those same exact bars. So we could, we just walked to them. Which is uh, super nice because then we didn't have to have a D and D. Yeah, we're playing we Dun- Dungeons and Dragons. We didn't, we didn't have to have. We didn't a have to win the Dungeons and Dragons tournament to get to the pond hockey party. Yeah. No dragons had to be slain, but. That's a big benefit. So location, like if you're more of the party type, more party group, you might want a central location closer to the bars where you can go out and just walk. So none of you, no one has to argue about driving. If you have to drive, maybe you got to make some compromises, offer food, non-alcoholic drinks, starting positions on the lineup the next game offer that to your dds so that there's, they don't feel that left out you know there's also you could do too depending on where your airbnb is it would have been hard for us that first year with how hidden the airbnb was but yeah if you have a place that's further back to the point where you guys don't want to walk you can look up ahead of time the uber and the lift costs yeah in that area as well most of the places where these tournaments are there's at least a town that will have uber or lyft so look it up ahead of time and add that into your guys's total tournament cost as well yeah it's an extra two or three bucks on everyone but at least then you don't have to worry 
Like, yeah. When it comes down to it. And I will not fully put my stamp of approval on this, but I will say because Uber and Lyft take away businesses from taxi services, they're not the most reliable, but you could look into taxis too, because sometimes they're a lot cheaper. I was at another sporting event tournament and I'll tell you, Ubers were like $15, $20 because everyone was taking them. Yeah. My buddy and I called up a taxi service, $7. Hmm. So they, it's dirt cheap for, for the two of us. So taxi services, if you're really looking to penny pinch, it's not a bad thing. No shame in it. Taxi services are also an option if they have those in your area still. So might be a good idea. Many ways to get back. Uh, either way, don't drink and drive. Yeah, definitely don't drink and drive. But so back to that second year, what did we do? We went, I think, to that same bar yes we did we went to that same like mexican bar we completely skipped that next bar that like all the five-year-olds were at yeah we didn't go anywhere near that we went to the irish bar again. We went to the irish bar and i think we, we hung out most Whitney of the time lemonade. there yeah yes pink winnie and lemonade there we played pool i believe against some pool sharks yes i yeah, kept trying to play darts on i didn't know one would play with me like, yeah what else is new oh and then <laughs> and then ben fell through that door into <laughs> the rugby house party <laughs> so our Airbnb the second year was downtown and it's like right next to these like abandoned buildings. There's yeah. like, they're like one was used to be like a laundromat or something. And we kept hearing like club music or like some we type of. We walked by it like when loud we were going towards downtown and we heard music. I'm like, we're like I'm huh, like, what, what is that? Is pre-gaming so hard? And then around. we drunkenly stumble into it, literally stumble into it on our way back. And I mean, I wouldn't recommend acting like you've been there before, but sometimes it's kind of fun. And somehow we ended up in this place that we definitely weren't invited to. And they definitely didn't want us there. But it was like a rugby house party. And all of us are like stupidly standing around instead of trying to blend in. And then they come up to us and they're like, yeah, you got to go. But well, it was we kind of cool. Blend in. We did blend in a little bit. There was a couple people that came up to us and we were shooting the shit with. Yeah. And it wasn't the guys that like were like, you guys got to leave. Yeah. But what made them come up was... Ben sampling the drinks that were left at the bar. <laughs> or was that Jesse? No, that was... Yeah, you're right. That was Jesse. Yeah. And someone tried to kick the washing machine. There was like no. one washing machine in there. I think the story is is that there was a trap door. And this is an air quote. It's a trap door under the washing machine to another party. And I think it was Jesse right. or Ben tried right. to move it. Dear dear Lord. Yeah, this is, this is who we play hockey with. And then we went next door. No, because Ben was definitely getting more drunk because then he didn't, he like smelled the car bombs that we got next door <laughs> at the Irish bar. And oh, I yeah. thought, I thought he was going to turn inside out <laughs> his face. So another thing, you're probably going to get extremely intoxicated. Those of you who are a little more responsible, try to look out for your friends. Definitely don't leave someone who is absolutely shit faced. Don't leave anyone alone in another town you've never been to. Yes, don't. No. Don't do that, but, you know, if there's people who are not as inept with drinking that night, <laughs> maybe feed them a little bit of water, do something, like, buy them food, do something and keep them alive. I'm um, pretty sure PJ was doing, like, car bombs while, like, rubbing Ben's back <laughs> to calm him down. <laughs> yeah, be a, be a source of comfort for your friends. <laughs> but at the same time, try to know your limits like, don't go crazy. It is a time where, you know, you're away from responsibility and it's a weekend getaway. So I get it. You're going to have fun. Blow Try to know steam. your limits. So don't go crazy. Too crazy. Yeah. You're going to blow You're gonna blow off steam, whatever you, you need to, to do that. But yeah, at the same time, most importantly, make sure your teammates and at this point, I'd hope your yeah. friends are safe and get, yeah. get home. And okay. the big, big thing too, 
well, that that is the most important thing, but maybe the second most important thing is remind yourself that you also probably have a game the next morning, so you don't want to go too crazy. Like, I remember this past year, I went so hard. We were out to like 4 or 5 in the morning that night, and then we had to get up at like 7 or 8 to we go to the game. We were still up before everyone, though, so yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah, but I was dying. Like, I played like half of the game. And the other hat, I sat for, I was like on the side kneeling, like keeling over about to die on the, the side. And I was like, guys, I, I can't go out. Like you guys got to go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at least be in some capacity able to play the next day for your team. I mean, that's the same thing though with the first year when we went out that Saturday and like everything hit me that Saturday night. I was like dozing off at the bar and we get back. We stayed up later when we were back. Yeah. And I, like, still was the first one up at, as captains do, first one up every morning to wake every, wake everyone's stupid ass up. You gotta have but, someone who's ready to wake up. Have a morning person on your team so that they can get up and no one else has to worry about setting alarms. I am not saying I'm a morning person. <laughs> I'm not saying that I am tolerable in the morning, but I paid to come to this tournament. I'm gonna fucking play with or without you guys. Have someone who wants to play more than sleep. <laughs> more than sleep. <laughs> Which, in Pat's case, he always wants to sleep. But, back sleep to my story. Everything. Back to my stories, we had a game that early Sunday, and I remember you guys making jokes like, oh, Brendan looks sluggish, like, Stu, you okay? And I'm and I'm finally getting my feet back, like, in the second half, and then that motherfucker comes and swoo legs me, and I smack my head on the goddamn ice, and I, the way that Binghamton has it set up is there's, like, boards. Oh, yeah, like a migraine, or... I smack my head, like, full on, like, the hard part of my head onto the ice, and I rolled myself over the, like, the small little boards they have into the snow, and I remember, it was either, it might have been like Goose or Ben was like, hey, Stu, you okay? And I'm laying like face down moaning because I'm in pain. And my hand just does like a little like, like fly up like, ah. And I was like, so you need to change? I'm like, uh uh-huh. And they just skate out there. <laughs> I couldn't open my eyes. Like I put sunglasses on because the sun was so bright Damn. beaming off of the snow. I couldn't open my eyes yeah. for like five minutes. I skate back out there and that same fat shit, I'm still upset obviously, comes down as I go to play the puck and he smacks my stick and breaks it in half and half the stick goes flying into the air. Jesus. I'm, I'm still mad, but it was just a bad interaction. Yeah. So I'm He was not, a good guy though. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was. I'm not a medical professional by any means, obviously, but also you're going to be playing and doing strenuous physical activity yeah. while also going out and having copious amounts of alcohol the nights before and probably after. Yeah. Drink water. Drink water, you thirsty bitch. Drink it. It's good for you. Drink water in between. In between drinks. Before, after you go out. In between games. During games. Drink water. Hydrate or dehydrate. As a good friend once said to me. It doesn't help either that a decent amount of us are either heavy to the point of close to craft craft beer heads. Yeah. So that also fucks you up a little bit more than uh, just drinking light beer. But Very true. Maybe watch what you're drinking. Be mindful of what you're drinking. One more thing to add to that. When you're going out, if you guys are going to get absolutely trashed, don't wear your team's merch. Yeah. Especially if you're just... No matter what, don't do it. There's not. There's no There's no like if, ands, or buts. If you're going to something that's run by the league, they're going to know your faces at this point because hopefully you interact with the other teams and the people that run it. So whether you're wearing your merch or not, I guess it almost doesn't matter, but you should wear it because everyone else is going to be. Mm-hmm. And when you're out on the town, the only way that you can promote pond hockey, promote your team, and promote yourself is by being just not a shithead and by advertising your team and no one's going to want to hear about your pond hockey team or ask you questions if you're if shit-faced. you're shit-faced drunk thrown up on yourself or being a 
degenerate. Yeah. And also, I mean, you're representing your team. You're representing the tournament you're at. Yeah. And if someone remembers you by that, they'll be like, oh, you know, this person from so-and-so, like, they'll have a sour taste in their mouth from that interaction. So you don't want to be that crazy that bad it's and it's fun too to wear like your other teams like we have so much merch like some people yeah. wear jerseys some like some people wear the crew necks out like it was warm enough at some places especially this past year where i think i wore like a t-shirt yeah like you wear your different merch you see it and like i don't know people look at you differently when they see like you're all decked out in your team's merch yeah. and but if you're like stumbling around they're like oh those guys are just a bunch of drunk assholes yeah that's the other thing too is i would say it's fun to wear your jerseys pays and it helps to have other options that are also like team merchandise because your jerseys you're probably not gonna have time to wash them they might smell mm. a little and like jerseys are cool especially if you're at like a league sponsored event at a bar or a brewery or something like that's mm. cool and like people do wear the jerseys but if you just play like two or three games you sweat in it like it's gross no one really wants to be around that and i mean it's not the worst thing because there's probably other people and other teams doing that the same thing which yeah. is also gross but whatever it pays to like go out of your way and maybe make a t-shirt that everyone can have like a matching t-shirt which sounds really corny but like everybody does it at league sponsored events so like yeah. it's cool whatever like a sweatshirt for like if you're going if it's colder like stuff like that it does help because you can bring that along all the guys or your players they they can have those things to keep and wear out whenever they go anywhere else too or just for fun but also like then you can bring it to each tournament and you have like other options instead of just wearing your jersey everywhere to like represent your team. When you play a team too and you go out to the bar, like especially a league sponsored event, you're going to see the merch and you're going to yeah. interact with those people, especially if it's someone you play. Like I remember um, RJ, I forgot his last name, but the guy that's part of the Rochester Warriors. I recognized his face because of the giant orange beard he had. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't, I didn't recognize anyone else on that team mm -hmm. except the fact that they're wearing their jerseys or t-shirts at yeah. the at the other event. They're wearing their like aways instead of their homes or whatever it was. But mm -hmm. still, like, it's cool to see you go there and everyone's wearing their different merch, and it's it makes the whole event just more interesting to do. But at the same time, if, if you're gonna be a degenerate, there's you're just kind of ruining it for yourself. Fucking degens. Fucking degens. So do that. You know, be mindful. Don't go too crazy. Have fun. Yeah. Be a good sport. All that other, all that other crap that people want to say. You know, just use your head, and you'll probably be fine. One thing I wanted to say though, let's backtrack a little. What about pre-gaming? What's the kind of limits and rules to pre-gaming before you're gonna go out? Because you know you're gonna drink a lot. What is that like? So my head pregame is going to change based off of what where you're at. If we go out in Buffalo, our bars close at 4. Yeah. We go out in Binghamton, bars close at 2. Mm -hmm. So we're going out at like 10, 30, 11 in Binghamton, where Buffalo are going out at midnight. So you want to make sure you know what times the bars close. It, more or less, you want to know if it's worth it. Yeah. And keep that in mind, too, where if you're from, like if you're coming to Buffalo for a tournament or anywhere where the bars are open later, mm -hmm. and you're coming in... And you're from an area where bars close at 2. And you're normally, like, pre-gaming at, like, 9 or 10 because you guys go out at, like, 11. Like, yeah. your big time to go out is 11. Keep in mind, like, Buffalo, we don't go out until midnight, 1 o'clock. Because we have four hours. So unless you guys plan on leaving early, like, at your normal time, if you try to stay, and I'm not, not to make it sound competitive, but if you're going to make an effort to keep up with the alcoholism that is Buffalo, New York, 
y'all going to die if you start drinking at 9, 10 like you normally would when you go out and be home by 2. Yeah. Keep that in mind with us, though, is that we're used to going out and drinking later, where then it becomes a problem because we are... Like, you want the night to continue. Yeah. Like, we're acting like we can be up until 5 a.m. when in reality we shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So your pregame, I think, differs from that. I would love a time where we could finally agree to do a three wise men before we go out, but that's never going to happen. Down. That'd be awesome. You were one of the ones that were against it last year. This year. Really? Yes. Oh. Everyone was also against it, though. When it, when the, when the time came, everyone was against it. Yeah. So. Let's do it this year. Okay. We'll try and force everyone to You do guys it. heard it here first. We we're are 100% it. doing the three wise men, which is three different shots of whiskey. But anyway. At midnight, though. At midnight, yes. At yeah. midnight to start off the night. Um, I'd say pregame, though, basically... Get just before a slight buzz and then go yeah. out. I'm I would not- say I would say if you're going out earlier, two to three drinks max, depending on how you are with alcohol. So you're getting like a little buzz, but you leave room to definitely get more well, drunk. Well, and also know your body. If you're having a couple, of, like yeah. if you're having a couple of, like Bud Lights at the at the Airbnb, and then you go out and you're getting like three craft beers or getting a bunch of cocktails, you're gonna be sloshed. Yeah. But if you're having like um, one or two mixed drinks back at the Airbnb, you'll have a decent buzz and you get yeah. light beer out. It's going to be different. Yeah. And I would say if you're going out later, maybe four or five drinks just to like, because I think one of the things about pre-gaming is you want to spend a little less money at the bars because you feel like you have that buzz going and then yeah. you don't really need to drink as much. I mean, obviously take this with a grain of salt because your body is your body and everyone's body is different. So it depends. Mm-hmm. But I'd say like two to three drinks if it's early in the night and you're still planning on having a long night. If it's later, you go out later and you know the bars are going to close sooner then maybe four to five before you go out just to have like that buzz kind of go and then like you have more of an effect if that's the effect you want to have if you just want a little buzz the whole night then do whatever you want if you don't want to drink at all that's cool too like no one's judging but that's just i guess my idea if i had to give one and this has been drinking tips with brendan and pat Mm -hmm. thank you we will see you guys next week Mm -hmm.